Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through It takes a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 14, episode 10, Hero versus Villain. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Gladly. Mr. Simpson calls an assembly to address the offending fundraising website, which he doesn't know it's a fundraising website. Yeah. Tristan (laughs) is trying his best to make up with Miles, but the connection seems to be fading. Allie can't keep a secret and blurts Claire's news to Dallas. I mean, she didn't, like, blurt it. She's just really bad at, like, hypothetical situation things. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't think it's fair to say that she can't keep a secret. She I mean, tried to, t- I don't know. Yeah, she wasn't like, guess what I heard. Yeah. Like, she wasn't, like, gossiping. She, like, accidentally told, I guess. I don't know. Um... But the song is called Hero vs. Villain, which is apparently a 1999 song by MF Doom, who I putting this song behind this is also going to be interesting because it's a lot of like cartoon sampling in the beginning of the song. I was going to say maybe just cut to the actual rapping part if yeah, you feel I like so. it. I don't know. I like MF Doom. Um, this is, I mean, this is like a new love for me, but I, for the past couple <laughs> of years, I've really liked MF Doom. But I guess it's like Zoe's speech is about heroes and villains. And that's I mean, sure, that's kind of the connection I see. Frankie calls her a villain at one point. Miles calls Tristan a villain or something similar. I don't know. Miles calls Tristan evil, basically heartless, <sighs> etc. Which is not deserved. <laughs> but, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, the way he treats Tristan, it's pretty deserved. The wh- Wait, Tristan calls Miles a villain, you mean? Yeah, sorry. I'm. You guys, I've been sick for like three days. My brain is melting. I also could have heard it incorrectly, so who the fuck knows? Um, but all right, let's just dive into this episode where I feel like not a lot happened. But some stuff happened? I don't know. I have one page of notes. (laughs) Cheer practice with some very 2014 dance music starts off the episode. And they do a real toe touch. Not the bullshit toe touch from season one or two. I feel like the the actual stunt stuff is is resembling more cheerleading things. But again, I'm not an expert. Carly, feel free to email in. Um, And then... In walks Mr. Simpson, and oh, my first fashion note is I love Mr. Simpson's beard. Look for him. Um, I don't know if we want to continue fashion. I did not take a lot. Yeah, my only other fa- my only fashion note is that Claire is wearing mint colored pants that I don't like, while Allie is wearing a mint colored blazer that I, wrote, I also don't like, and they're both wearing it at the same time. I also wrote down the blazer, and my only other note is Claire's hair looks good. Perfect. Um, but Mr. Simpson walks into their practice and is like immediately asking about Degrassi nudes. And I'm wondering why he immediately, like, how does he know to go to the cheer team? Like, I have no idea. I guess. I don't think it was ever explicitly like tied to them. 
No, it wasn't. But I think maybe his understanding was like, it. I, I guess if we're gonna like use this kind of logic, it is like a group of all women, a fairly large group of all women who yeah. are constantly together. True. Except for Jack, who like still unclear why she's on cheer. Do okay. not know. But then Zoe immediately starts to cover her track. He's talking about Degrassi nudes and how he's going to hold an assembly about it, which also confuses me. Actually doesn't confuse me at all. When the big scandal happened at our school, we had an assembly about it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Also, you guys can't see what's happening, but uh, my roommate's dog missed Holland so much (laughs) that she just crossed the room and stuck her nose under her hand. It was very cute. She missed me a lot. She loves you. even like though i was here fairly recently too to record another episode it doesn't matter you're also blonde and she loves you because you remind her of her mommy and you're her friend (laughs) um she's so happy she she loves her holland um but then zoe immediately starts to like cover her tracks and talks about how she wants to speak of the assembly because of her past with like nude photos online and she's like using her trauma as a cover which i like, granted, is a pretty good cover, but also questionable. She's an evil she genius. She's a sociopath. Oh, yeah. No, it's... I mean, we've known that, it's but... It's alarming. Um, and the team is, like, flipping out about it. And it's like, what are you doing? And she's like, guys, I'm a good actor, remember? Or something like that. Pretty much. And she is, I guess. And, and she then, plays dumb real well. And she's also like, and Hunter's not going to tell anyone because we have his, like, creep, his, like, violent comic. And I'm like, that is not the same thing as, like, your child pornography ring. Like, yeah. those are not equal. He would definitely not get in as much trouble for, like, a weird, creepy comic than you would for committing an actual crime. Like, I, I don't understand how this leverage... The only reason this leverage, quote unquote, is working is because Hunter is not actually the person behind this and is like, I don't want to deal with you guys. Yeah, 100%. This is the stupidest thing ever. Um, But then we're with Allie and Claire and Allie is like, I'm ready to have sex with Dallas. And Claire is like distracted and projecting her issues on her and is like, all right, well, I'm not in the mood to talk about this because of her news, which is that... Eli is actually the father of her baby. How could I not know that Eli was the father? She says. She does say that. And just like that, like a newsie. And (laughs) I like, it must be so exhausting to be friends with Claire. It's the Claire show. And to just be Claire also. Both. Lots of both. It's the Claire show all the time. Yeah. But it's also the Allie show. Like they're, they both got a lot going on always. Um, You're not wrong. But I mean, I, but well, yeah, I guess they found each other. They're both yeah, like two like, very self-centered humans. Um, and then Allie is like, oh, my God, have you told Drew? Have you told Eli what's going on? And Claire's like, I haven't even I don't want to do it yet. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. And I'm like, girl, you've got to tell them. Just do it. Oh, my God. Like what? Like what could she possibly? How can the situation get out? any worse anyway? What it's like she... this is theoretically making your situation better. I don't understand well, what she could possibly be figuring out right now. I don't know either. How does this change? End? I She's mean, the had only days. Thing... She's had a couple days to think about it. You know what you do? You say, "Hey Drew, I'm sorry. Go live your life." And hey Eli, by the way, this is what's happening. Yeah. I don't. Mm, okay. Also, I love her lecturing Allie, and I know that she's just projecting, but Allie's like 
no, we got it. Like, we're good. There's birth control and condoms and everyone's doing all the things that they have to do. Yeah. Not that any of those things are a guarantee. But also, I hate that. I hate that, like, you should only have sex if you're ready to experience the consequences. Like, I know that that's a true sentence. (laughs) Like, and I get that. But also, like, the the kind of people that say that are, like, anti-choice people, always. It's never, like... I don't know if that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I in don't my, think that's I think you maybe you're projecting. I might right be projecting. No, but like in okay, in my personal experience, anyone that's ever been like, you have to be able to suffer the consequences, they're always talking about having a baby. And they and it's always I mean, like it you have to be ready to raise a baby. Does put like the consequences on shit the woman. on the woman. I will agree that that is often the connotation. And often, like usually when people say that it's really condescending. But I also feel like when you're talking to teens, it's kind of more of a fitting conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I don't know. I, I'm Especially just... teens who have who have known like multiple people who have like gotten pregnant to the fault of like both parties involved, like Jenna, Dallas, now Claire. Like that is true. I feel like it's I don't know. I don't think it's like that shitty of a thing to say. To no, I think I think it's just also usually when someone says it, like, or at least I'm, you know what it is? I'm remembering a very specific conversation that I had with a person who was very, very anti-choice, which mm. I didn't know at the time. And I was like, the words you're saying, I agree with, but your tone is shitty. And I think that's maybe, it's also like there's a tone thing to it. Yeah, them. definitely. It's very like condescending. Yeah. Yeah. And that's annoying. It is because like, it's not like anyone's business. Exactly, because it's like, yeah, no. If I Especially am having sex, then I have considered the consequences. Yeah, thank you. It's none of your business. Um, but yeah, that we we everyone know. Well, Allie knows that Eli is the father, and she's like, they might take this well. Which like, it's another one that's like your words, kind of make sense, but knowing these characters, no, they probably don't. not. Um, then Tristan is trying to apologize to Miles with coffee, and he's admitting that the intervention was a terrible idea, but Miles is just being very resistant to his advances. Also, why is he apologizing to him? Like, yeah, okay, intervention, ill-advised, but like... But also, Miles has been so shitty to you. He's the one who owes you an apology. He owes him, like, a billion apologies. So many apologies. I don't know. Fuck Miles right now. Um, And Winston is trying to give Tristan some advice. And he's like, if Miles wanted to be with you, he'd be with you. And if he doesn't, you're better off alone. Like, fucking, why do you care? <laughs> he's just not that into you. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Which, best advice ever. Um, And then Zoe is writing her speech. She's, like, printing it out. And Zig stumbles across it and is like... Hey, are you okay? He's, like, worried about her in the speech because he was there during, like, the whole breakdown. But he admires her courage. And it's, like, a nice Zoe Zig moment, which we haven't had in a while. But it's also just so, it's like, Zoe's a fucking sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Everything is tainted. Yeah, it really is. Um... Oh, Zig, and then she. I love how sweet Zig has gotten. Though, I know. Over, and over then the she years. gets like another like Bobo like Pretty Little Liars text with a picture of a doll, and is like, "If you like, you're never gonna make it to cheer finals because I'm gonna expose you or like some shit like that." And it's ridiculous. 
And then and she still thinks it's Hunter. Yeah, I, it's like it's so not him. You dummies. Um, and then we're with Dallas and Allie, and Dallas is like zoning out while Allie is talking because he was up like all night helping Drew set up a crib or something. And then Allie is like, like giving really obvious hypothetical questions, and it's like, what would you do if like you found out that you weren't Rocky's dad or something like that? And he's like, why are you asking me that? You only know one person who's pregnant. Oh, yeah. my God. Drew's not the father. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, good on Dallas. Right? Well, Dallas, like, is no dummy. Yeah. Also, like, it's such a specific hypothetical. Yeah. Also, quick question. Why are Drew and Dallas up late on a school night building a crib when they have an entire weekend? They have... S- s- and you they have, have so, so many months. Time. You have they, so many months so many to months, do that. So much free time. Why are you up all night building a crib on, like, what I'm going to assume is a Thursday? Yeah, I don't get it. And then he gets very defensive and is like, she needs to tell my boy now. And That's a great Dallas. <laughs> and Allie swears him to secrecy because he's her boyfriend and she didn't mean to tell him a secret. That wasn't hers. One of my things that I really love about Dallas is um, just like the way or the way that the actor like reads certain lines. Like he just says, I don't love this. And yeah. it like made me laugh so hard. I was like, why is he so good? It was great. And then fucking Zoe confronts Hunter and like tells him that she's the one behind Degrassi nudes bolts like threatening him and asking him like you can't tell anybody that I'm the one behind Degrassi nudes and he's like wait what you are and she's like wait you're not the one who's threatening me it's like no shit so also he does that really gross look her up and down thing when he says that Hunter's kind of gross well we we know that Hunter's gross yeah (sighs) and I feel like he's gonna like grow up and like be like a really douchey MFA student. I mean, I don't, he's too, he's going to be like a computer science, like Silicon Valley gross guy. Right? Because he's in I computers. Don't I don't know. I, I see. Oh yeah. F- he does have that I, comic though. I see an MFA in this boy's future. Who even knows? But then we're with Tristan who like used Frankie to lure Miles into a weird sushi picnic in the theater. That is the right tone. <laughs> Unclear. I'm so confused. So confused. He's wearing a kimono. Miles is or clearly not, not into it, but being He's nice. wearing like a silk robe. It's a little awkward. He does a culturally insensitive bow that Miles calls out. It's weird. <sighs> Tristan deserves better. Tristan, this is an embarrassed. This is not a good look. This is not a good look. There's nothing worse. You should not be the one groveling. No, there's nothing worse than groveling when you're not even the one who's fully in the wrong. It's, and I can say that as a person who has been Tristan before. It's, uh, it makes me sad. It makes me sad too. And then, but, and then it seems like it's going like fine. Um, but then Zoe is Britt Bre- then breaks the news to the cheer team that Hunter is not behind the blackmail. And now they immediately think that it's Frankie, um, which I think is like, a still, it is a logical jump, but also these people need to like get goddamn proof before they like assume anything. They're so like, they don't, they, they just act without getting any proof. Always. They are 
I've been watching a lot of Veronica Mars. And <laughs> let me just say, n- these girls are no Veronica Mars. Oh, God. Like, even a little bit. Also, also, I will say that it was nice that, like, Shay stood up for Frankie yeah. for almost the whole time. She's like, she would not do this. I know, like, we had a falling out with her, but, like, she would never do that to us. Like, good on Shay. Also, Also like, had no idea that Shay and Frankie were so close until this moment. No, but yeah, sure. it was like her and Frankie and Lola were, like, BFF. Were they? Yeah. Okay, they were all making remember. fun of the girl who actually did this together. Right, in the library or wherever the fuck that room was. God, I don't remember anything about any of this show. Me neither. Sad characters. Just all a blur. They, it's, yeah. I don't know. They're on power cheer together. It's yeah. But also, I don't... Did, mm, did we even know her name until she like came on to Dallas? No. Because that's the first time I ever remember her saying I don't her think name. So. And I think that happened after Frankie even got kicked off of the team, maybe? Yeah, but they were all like hanging around before that i don't know i don't know whatever she said she stands up for frankie and that's nice um she lasts almost the whole conversation yeah until yeah she gives in to zoe's like demands that frankie is the one behind this i guess but then we're with Allie and Claire who are walking down the hall and only to be like verbally assaulted by drew which is fair is extremely angry and blowing up at Claire, which is understandable because Dallas told him about the baby daddy situation. <laughs> what do you think he would do? Because I think I would tell you. Oh, if like, if you, if like, what if I were a Dallas and my girlfriend told me that my best friend's baby is not theirs or yeah. something? Yeah, I would probably tell. Yeah, I would, I would tell. probably tell. I would one hundred percent tell. It's like, I get it, but I get that like the secret thing. You asked him to keep a secret for you, but I don't know. I think actually keeping a secret. If I were close to both of them in the, I mean, I don't know. I think I would be like, she needs to tell him tomorrow, or I will. I would put it in that type of a thing. Because I haven't been in, like, this exact situation before, but I have been caught between, like, two friends where, like, something happened and I knew about it. And I felt like I owed it to the friend who, like, the thing happened to behind their back. Like, I felt like I all, like I felt bad for keeping a secret from them when I knew it. So I told that person, you need to tell this person or I will. Yeah, type. like I, I totally. would maybe give it like a day. I don't know if I'd tell immediately. I guess it depends on what it was too. Yeah, but I don't know. Out of respect for like my partner, who was like, "Fuck, I didn't mean to tell you that." I'd be like, "You need to tell them to tell, or I will tell." Yeah, you need. I think that's fair. I'd I think maybe do like a like day, twenty-four hour grace period. Yes, but then totally would tell. Yes. Um, but again, it like depends on the situation. This is a pretty serious thing, so I'm not like totally faulting dallas for breaking like the boyfriend code here um but then and Allie gets mad at dallas for telling the secret though and then she and claire like flee because it's stressful which is understandable it's not the best way for drew to find out about this claire should have told him my god 
And it's true. And by the end of this episode, I don't think they still have even talked about it. No, he's just going to yell at her and they'll never talk again. Also, why did they keep trying <sighs> I mean, to make I don't us think that's true, be but. friends? Like, not be friends. Why did they try to make us like a Drew Claire, Claire. Drew thing? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. It's never made any sense. I've never been on board for it. Um, But then Zoe wants... Oh, then Zoe becomes even more of a sociopath and and goes up to Frankie and wants to start fresh with her and she wants her back on the team and it's going to be great. God, she's such a faker. She's so, oh my God, it's terrifying. And then, oh God, and then Claire walks to the dot and I guess it's time to break the fucking news to Eli. Yeah, and she just wants to get, this one she wants oh, to do right away. Yeah. I just. Well, now that Drew knows. <laughs> Now that the cat's out of the bag, she's like, fuck, I got to tell him before somebody else does. But before she can tell him, Eli becomes a total monster. Just a different human entirely. It's a totally different person. He calls her, first he calls her stupid and isn't letting her talk and slut shaming her. And then just straight up says, then she starts crying because he's being a fucking asshole. And he says, tears, Claire. I didn't expect to see those from such a whore. And you can tell, I feel like you can tell the actor did not want to say that. No, Because the, not de- at the all. line delivery, like on the word whore, was so like faint and it seemed like it like choked out of it. Like he did not want to say that line. No. Because it's, it's awkward stupid and, and awful and so out of character. And it's ridiculous. At, and I hate it. Until that moment point, of it. I wasn't too bothered by it. Like it was, de- don't get me wrong, it was cold and it was harsh, but also I was like, I respect the coldness game. This person broke your heart. I get I it. I understand the coldness, but like the, but when it once it switches to like downright slut shaming her, yeah, that I, don't, that I don't, that I don't care for. But also, she does like roll in and out of his life when she feels yeah, like it. That is true, especially and when it is her fault. Like when she, when they break up and it's her fault, she just rolls back and she's like, "Wait, but talk to me, but why?" Maybe it's just because I fucking hate, Chris. <laughs> but. So, like, I understand him being like, no, I don't want to give you the time of day. I don't want to listen to you because you fucked my life up and I hate your guts. So stop coming over to me like when we split up because of you. So that part I get. But once he calls her a whore, I'm like, nah, dog. No, it was not good. It was not good. I did not care for the scene. Um, Then apparently Tristan's sushi surprise was a dud and... Then he sees, like, Miles making eyes at Maya across the hall. And I just want this to stop. Same. I stop just... trying to make Maya and Miles happen. Oh, I We've hate it. We've been down this road. It's never good. A it's never interesting. Times. I hate it every time. I liked it maybe in the very beginning. And I, I think, liked it in Paris, kind of. I still think it's a misdirection, but it's just like, stop it. I agree. Um... But he, but at the end, he like can't like not admit it. So I guess he still has feelings or whatever. I guess so. I then uh, Zoe, who and Frankie, and Frankie's like changing into her cheer uniform, and Zoe straight up just takes a naked photo of her with her face in it because she's a sociopath. Total fucking. Sociopath. And she's like, don't like 
we don't tell people it was me or I'm going to leak this photo of you. Your face is in it. And then everyone on the cheer team walks in and does not seem phased by this at all. No. And I felt I like crazy. I wanted to like cry for Frankie. And I they felt so bad for all her. immediately just believe that she's the one doing these things when they don't have any goddamn proof. Seriously. It's wild. It is. Oh, it's so. And then Frankie like storms out and is like, you're evil. Like, what the fuck? Oh, her like her thing that she said, because like Zoe gives like a monologue at her. And the whole thing is like, like makes me feel so gross just to like listen to because she's being like, yeah, bananas. But then Zoe, not Zoe, then Frankie does like a little thing back and she's like, you're rotten inside. You're a villain. I was like, oh, I I love this. This is good. Yeah. This is all the shit that Zoe needs to hear because she is fucking rotten inside. She is. Um, And then Tristan is confronting Miles about Maya and about being shitty, basically. And he calls him a horrible person. And, like, you use and abuse people until you're done with them. And he's finally, finally, finally standing up for himself, which Hell I yeah. am very happy about. But I'm also, in the back of my mind, like, oh, no, this is not going to be good for Miles' mental state. He's already in a very fragile place. God, this is going to take a turn, isn't it? Um, but I'm so happy that Tristan is finally like, fuck you, Miles. You've treated me like garbage. Because Miles needs to be called out for that shit. Um... So that happens. Mr. Although I still want them to pull it together. I definitely I just, do. I just but want I, Miles to like change and then. <laughs> Miles needs to get through all of the garbage he's going through. Like we need Mr. Hollingsworth to like be sent to prison or something. Yes. I want a scandal to just like ruin his entire campaign i want the truth to come forward he needs to go away miles needs to go into therapy and realize that shit with his dad is not his fault and also he's been such a dick probably because of all of these issues we just need some good old-fashioned therapy and like moving on and healing and then he and tristan can come together when they're in like a better mental state Yes, you know that's not how it's going to go. It's going to maybe be a shortcut version of that that doesn't make sense. Yes, probably. Um, and you know what? I look forward to that day. <laughs> Same. Same. Um, but then, Mr. Simpson, we're at the assembly. Mr. Simpson is so uncomfortable talking about Degrassi nudes. Then Zoe makes her speech. It's about heroes and villains and like posting things online and sharing naked photos and. It's a very good speech, but again, it just rings so, so hollow because she's sociopath. Yeah. But she does decide to delete the naked photo of Frankie on her phone because she's moved by her own fake words. Which is just <laughs> wild. <laughs> also, just, can you say it again? Say it again. She's moved <laughs> by her own fake words? Yes. It was her the fake speech. Her fake It worked on speech. her. <laughs> it's wild. What the hell? Um, but then immediately after the speech, phones are a blowing. 
and it's a it's like a weird Photoshop thing accusing the cheer team of being behind Degrassi nudes, and Zoe is like led to the also, principal's office. What in the fuck was that photo? <laughs> was the whole thing no. that they're not supposed to have faces, and this they're wearing their cheer like it's the most identifiable photo. Well, it's a Photoshop though. It's definitely a Photoshop. Okay. Right? It's like a Photoshop of like three of the cheer teams, and they have like weird like black bars over. They're like over like probably fake stock photo naked bodies that are like True. we did Degrassi. I can't remember what it said, but it's basically like we did Degrassi nudes or something. I like I couldn't read it. At I all. couldn't read it either. <laughs> I'm like, like, I, I don't know, know what it said. I don't know what this is. You expect me to read that off of YouTube? Can I don't know. Someone tweeted us and tell us what it said. Don't know what it said, but I'm pretty sure it was photoshopped. That I'm, makes more sense. I'm pretty sure. Was like, this <laughs> is insane. There's no way that that. that it's a real photo that they like tastefully covered up their boobs on. I, I think it was Photoshop. This is like the most insane way I mean, to hide your identity. The person behind all these weird doll things probably knows how to shoddily Photoshop something together. That's true. Um, but then, oh yeah, and that's basically the end. And I'm just like, how did how long how did you think you you would get away with this? It was a horrible plan. I don't okay, and then the, it it's was over. A bad plan. The episode is over. Yep. The I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah. There's a lot of loose ends. This is the thing. Every episode is like, I feel like yeah. nothing happened, but also I want to watch the next one. Yeah. This is like, this is a very bingeable season, but we do not have time to binge. Oh, God, no. Not when you have to take notes. No. Um, it's too hard. No. Oh, no. But like, if I was just watching this without Oh, yeah. I would notes, like be like, all right, now what? I would yeah. have watched the whole season already. Yeah, definitely. Especially, I mean, even though the pregnancy thing, it's like, really, oh. we're doing this again? Oh, but I would fast I'm like, forward through all that shit. I don't care about them at all. I mean, I think it's still good TV. I mean, I don't know. I just hate Claire so much. I'm clouded. She's. I mean, I just want to see what happens. Now that now that this whole, like, Eli th- bomb dropped, it's like, of fucking course. But, like, all right, how are we going to do also, this? Also, I'm so confused by the timeline because they had sex six weeks before she had sex with Drew. What's happening? Who ever knows what the timeline is on this show? Yeah, I'm very confused by the timeline as well, because was it really only that long between the last time she, like, saw Eli? I think that's the implication. She was, like, bitching. She's like, I haven't seen him in over a month. And then we were talking about how that's not realistic for a long-distance relationship, like, to see him right. once a month. Right. I don't know. Who? I don't the timeline, the time logic on the show has gone out the window. It went out the window a very long time ago. Very confusing. Especially because this season started after spring break. And we're already on episode 10. And if we see this pregnancy carried out to full term before they graduate, I'm going to scream because it makes no goddamn it sense. Make any sense? They keep talking about how it's spring. Every how every many episode they mention that it's spring. Sixteen. Sixteen apparently. Isn't that four months? That is four months, and she is not showing. <laughs> that is four months. What the fuck? So I guess if it is four months, then I guess maybe that like four months is like probably winter break. Also, they count how far along you are from the date of your last period, not from the date of conception. So what if she's, like, totally wrong? What if it's still Drew's? Who the fuck even knows? 
Who the fuck even knows? Um, it's probably not though. But I don't. Okay, whatever. I feel like Degrassi writers don't understand how pregnancy works anyway. I don't think Degrassi writers understand a lot about what a lot how a lot of things work. Nope. Um, Spirit Squad captain Tristan for standing up for himself. Um, yeah, I'll go and with Frankie that. Frankie for also standing up for herself. Standing up against Zoe, maybe. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, ship. <sighs> nobody. Nobody. Hunter and his kind of scary girlfriend. I she wasn't like. even in this episode. I know, but she's. I the mean, mastermind. I guess she technically was. She's the mastermind, her and, her and I feel more. like they are the spooky match made in heaven, and I'm kind of into it. I don't know. How do you think he's going to feel when he finds out that she's the one doing it? He might like it. But I think, also, he, I think he's going to like it. I don't know. Um, Arlene? Is that her name? Probably. It's something like that. Probably. I think it starts with an A. I'm sure. We, I know we've had this conversation before, and I've never confirmed what her name actually is. I don't think the wiki says her name. I don't think the wiki ever is like, first appearance of Hunter's girlfriend. So we're lost. Um, All right. Grapevine. All right, we actually don't have anything for Grapevine. Um, just mostly like comments on Twitter, not questions. Um, but we love the engagement. So if you'd like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, ask us a question either on Twitter at DegrassiPod, Instagram at DegrassiPod, or you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can e- also Rate, review, and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end or at YStock, Y.Stock. Um, Holland, what do you want to recommend to the heathen? I just started watching Love Island. I noticed it's that on your Hulu. such a beautiful disaster and I love it. I started from the beginning of whatever's on Hulu, so I'm not caught up to, like, new things. I have not started watching the American season, but it is what inspired me to go back and watch that and just Who Weekly talking about it all the time. Oh, Who Weekly. It's great. I love Who Weekly. It's amazing. I was Highly recommend. I think I tweeted this, but I was in a, I've been listening to, like, a lot of Who Weekly, and in a moment of, like, very deep frustration, I was just like, <sighs> me and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What um, about you? I'm going to recommend um, this graphic novel that is very dark and very good. It's called Mouse, M-A-U-S. It's about the Holocaust. It is beautiful, and it made me cry. And uh, it's it's always on those lists of, like, best graphic novels, uh, best It sounds books. familiar, yeah. It's a classic, and it's amazing. Um, it feels very topical. Mm. Read it. Also, Donate to races, R-A-I-C-E-S, because we have concentration camps, and that's a fucking nightmare. It's goddamn insane. Um, all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Sorry it's significantly shorter than the last episode. It's because we're not drinking. No. We probably won't do that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Or at least we'll wait until it's a weekend. Yeah. No more on a Wednesday. No. Also, I'm really sick right now, and I don't want to be drunk. No. 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 Um, all right. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song, and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.